Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Placata Nation. I'm Carlos Pena. And today I'm joined, as always, by the one and only Cuz Rod. What's going on, primo? Yeah, we're here. Placata Nation podcast, live, direct, in your ears, in your face. We ready to go. Carlos, let's get it cracking, Bobby. Let's go. All right. Demon. So, <laughs> Carlos, tell me about Freddie Freeman and oh. J.D. Martinez. They have been in, on a tear. A tear. Freddie Freeman is playing like a man possessed, Carlos. Um, the Dodgers are playing very well. You got two guys in Freeman and in JD that are on fire. Freddie Freeman has a 20 game hit streak, JD <laughs> has a 15 game hit streak. Uh, I have you ever seen something like this where two guys are on fire like this at the same time? Oh, yeah, I mean. Seen it before. It's just uh, it's it's rare. I mean, at the end of the day, you would you would love to have the entire lineup to be just red hot. Uh, I think we could say that about the race, right? That the whole entire lineup has been hitting. But let's focus on the Dodgers, okay? Yeah. You yeah. look at them; they're up there in the in their division, on yeah. taking care of business over there in the National League West. Now they never accounted for the fact that the Diamondbacks were going to be this hot. <laughs> And, and I don't even think it's hot. It's that these guys are legit good. They, they, they are real. Um, but I think they have taken the world by surprise. But, you know, putting that aside, Los Angeles, Los Angeles Dodgers are still, still in first place, you know, yes, as we speak yes. today. And a lot has to do with the emergence, the reemergence of J.D. Martinez because everyone was talking about like, oh, you know, he, he's getting older. He's slowing, he's slowing down. Um, and here we have him. He's got seven home runs in the last, uh, you know, week, uh, last two weeks. So he, he's extremely hot right now. But it doesn't surprise me because he's one of these guys that's always making adjustments. Rod, I've never seen. Look, I played with J.D. Martinez when I was with mm-hmm. the Houston Astros. All right. And he was extremely, extremely hard worker, extremely cerebral when it came to his preparation. Right. And he's always working, trying to get better, looking at video. And at that time, he had not figured it out. Eventually, you know, he leaves the Houston Astros, goes to Detroit, and becomes an absolute beast. And the rest is history. He has been one of the best hitters in baseball over the past, you know, really over a handful of years already. Um, And here he is again. So it doesn't surprise me. He knows what he's doing at the plate. He wants to improve every single day. He doesn't take anything for granted. Hats off to Jenny Martinez. Very happy for him, by the way. Really cool teammate. Really enjoy uh, getting to know him. He was in those early stages uh, of his career. So I'm really happy for his success. And to see that this division, uh, having the, the Diamondbacks, uh, you know, emerging. Uh, look, the San Diego Padres cannot be this bad, really. I mean, no. they're way too I'm stack. shocked. I'm shocked, Carlos. I mean, I, I made a lot of predictions at the beginning of the season. My predictions look terrible. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what the heck is going on. The Padres are are I got you got to say they're the most disappointing team in all of baseball. I mean, you expected Agreed. more from them, and it's just like I I don't I don't know what's going on, man. I really don't know what's going on because you do have you know Juan Soto hitting, 
you know, Tatis has come back and he's been pretty good so far. Um, this, I don't know what's going on, man. I'm, I'm yeah, out I mean, of words. And, and look, that's one of those topics that we'll dive into, you know, as well as we keep on uh, going through these shows. But, you know, as far as the, the Dodgers, the point is this, Rod, like you need to realize that you're in a division that you're holding the top uh, position right now. The Diamondbacks are for real and San Diego Padres are not as bad as they look. So you would expect that they should improve. All right. So they they need this type of production from those top big guys. We're talking about J.D. Martinez. He's there. Okay. Another guy has been extremely hot. You mentioned uh, Freddie Freeman. Freddie, yeah. Fred, but Freddie Freeman's like, it's even, it's even difficult to say who he's hot because he's one of the most consistent hitters um, over the years here has really always been that guy that hits line drives. As a matter of fact, I had a conversation with him. And it was very refreshing because at that point last year, he didn't have the, the home runs that he wished he had. And I'm like, are you concerned about that? I'm like, Carlos, I'm hitting 320. I'm not concerned about that. I don't care about hitting home runs as long as I'm driving the ball on a line. So sometimes those ho- those will go for home runs. Other times, there'll be doubles. There'll be singles. Um, as long as I'm hitting the ball hard and hitting line drives, I'm good. And, yeah. and I loved that mentality because he was pointing to the fact that being consistent with your solid contact was the most important thing to him. It's a lesson to all the young hitters out there. Don't try to lift the ball. Just hit line drives. Let me tell you something. He's doing just fine hitting line he drives. He is. And, and you know what, Carlos? I Last year was a year where it was a lot of new things for him. He left the Braves after so many years with that team. So he had to get reaccustomed to living in a new place, playing under a new team, playing under a new uniform. You know, you're, you're an expert in that where you've, you've, you've dealt with that in your career. You've played for multiple teams. So I imagine there has to be some sort of comfort level that has to be gained, you know, especially when you get a big contract like he did, leaving the team that the only team he's ever known in his entire career there must have been something there, but for him to still bat 320 and have a lot of pressure that he's put on himself, um, uh, that must have been real hard. But now it seems like he's comfortable in his own skin. He's 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 a Dodger. He he's he's accepted that. And look what's happening this year. He's um he's literally on fire. The man has a 20 game hit streak. Yeah, like that's that's something that. That doesn't come all that often in baseball to say, oh, yeah, my career had a 20-game hit streak. Like, 18 extra base hits. Like, the man is hitting, and he's hitting with a purpose. Yeah, you have an OPS well north of 1,000. And OPS is one of those very uh, uh, clear stats as far as it comes uh, to offensive production. And he is north of 1,000 on that one, getting on base and slugging. Uh, at the same time. So forget about trying to lift the ball. Just hit line drives. You're going to get your home runs. You're going to get your doubles. And you're going to drive in your runs. And now that team also remember that has Mookie Betts, Max Muncy, who, you know, there's no ballpark that can hold Max Muncy. I mean, all he has to do is touch it. And uh, he also had a, a pretty good start to the season. So the team has the tools necessary. Is it as strong as it was before? Maybe not, just because of the injuries uh, to the rotation and, and, and all that. However, they're still holding first place despite the, the new competition and the newcomers. We're going to have to go into the Diamondbacks because we went into the Orioles of, of the East. So I feel like the Diamondbacks are like the Orioles of the West. They're a young team that is there, but then you got that stud in Carol Carbon. We're going to have to – we're going to do another episode. Next. We, we got to focus on this kid. 
Yeah. So, we'll um, the, the I want to I want to move on from the Dodgers and focus on to a team that's close to my heart, of course, okay. and that's my New York Yankees, who have played very well under a lot of injuries. But of course, the man that saved them, the captain, Mister Aaron Judge. This man is playing like a man possessed, Carlos. Um, yep. I, you can see the smile on my face. Of course, you're smiling. I mean. <laughs> Listen, um, you know, I'm obviously biased, but I'm going to say this clearly because I know it and I feel it. That's the best player in baseball. This man comes in. He hits the hits timely. He hits the home runs timely. The Yankees are down. This guy comes and hits the two-run home run to give them the lead. He plays the outfield so well. And more importantly, Carlos, and you've, you've seen this, he is such a leader for that team and in that clubhouse. That guy, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's... It's his aura, it's his spirit. I don't know, but there's something about him when he's into that, when he's in that dugout, when he's in that clubhouse, you can tell that the team just responds to him. And ever since he's come back from this injury, this man has been on an absolute tear. He's hit safely in 18 games, 18 straight games. In that span, he has 12 home runs, 23 RBIs. Carlos, I mean, we saw what he did last year. He's currently on pace to do what he did last year. And in some cases, he may be even better than last year. How is that even possible? Indeed, bro. I mean, I I am in awe myself um, and the way he carries himself, all that, the entire package. But let's get right to just baseball performance, right? Being on the field, between the lines, just getting it done. Uh, I had said it before many times. This is a, a perfect Yankee in every way, shape, or form. Uh, the way he carries himself off the field, but then he goes out there and gets it done between the lines. And saying it, getting it done, is a total understatement because he goes above and beyond. If you think about the season they had last year, you're like, wow, this is the best offensive season ever, right? Uh, You know, one of the best offensive seasons ever in in all of baseball. We can debate that, but Mm -hmm. arguably. um, And now a third of the season in, his numbers are, almost identical to last year's. I mean, that is insane to me because of the fact that the magnitude of these when he had last season, you know, last year, you're like, okay, you know, even if he goes, it regresses a little bit, he's still among the best players in baseball. Well, he has shown no signs of regressing at all. Hats off to Aaron Judge and the Yankees. Let me, let me do this. This is crazy. All right. Because you look at the Yankees, you're like, oh, they're, they're in third place, you know, with the 34 and 24 record as we speak today. Yeah, they're 34 and 24, 10 games above 500. Do you understand that they are out of first place by six games? They're six games behind the race. However, if you were to grab that record and put it, let's say. In the West. Put them in the West. Well, let's go to the West. Guess what? You're right there. Uh, with the Texas Rangers possibly at the top of the league right there, right, or that division. Now, let's let's keep going because it, it gets it gets better. If we go to the National League, that's things go nuts. Or if we go to the American League Central, American League Central, the Yankees are in first place. The West, you're right there with the Texas Rangers in first place. Now, if you go to the National League, they're in first place above the Atlanta Braves, all right? Forget about the National League Central. You're certainly... Uh, in first place because uh, the Milwaukee Brewers are just, uh, you know, two games above 500. They hold it first place in that division. Uh, and even if we go down to the Los Angeles Dodgers and we look at 
and we look at their winning percentage, well, the Yankees are right there at the top of the division. So what I'm trying to tell you is this. The best division in baseball, American League East, period. All right? So whoever is saying, well, the Yankees, you know, they, you know, they're they're not having the season that, that that everyone expected. They are okay. They're having a great year. It's just that that division is absolutely ridiculous. You get the Orioles playing out of their mind, and you get the Rays playing out of their mind. And you know who is responsible for that? I know this is a team effort, but without Aaron Judge, if you take that pillar out of that lineup, my goodness, the, the, the team crumbles. Now I don't like that, Rod. I don't like that. I don't. I don't like a team that depends so much in one player. But he's on the field, he's performing, and the Yankees are right there, man, right there. He's doing it. And you know what? Let me add a little caveat to what you said about the season he's having. He's having this season, and he missed 10 games. Yeah. He missed 10 games. Could you imagine those 10 games, how much better his numbers would be, how many home runs he would have, how many more RBI he would have? He is on another run right now that, you know what, man, It's as a fan – of the team and as a fan of him, I love it. But as a baseball fan, you got to be in awe of what you're seeing. Shout out to Aaron judge. Keep it going. My man. Um, you, you know, what's crazy, Rod? before we move on, because I heard people say like, Oh, you know, he's not hitting the ball the other way. Does that concern you? Like, I, I understand that over the last, you know, week or so he hasn't hit a ball to right field. And, and there were some people, you know, I thought that was curious. You know, I saw that, that he did <laughs> not hit a ball to right field, but guess what, bro? He's going to pitch inside because that's the um, the way to attack him, really. Yeah. I, I believe you have to attack him up and in. Unfortunately, a lot of pitchers uh, pitchers are not really executing that elevated fastball in the inside and upper side of the strike zone. All right? So they end up leaving it inside, but maybe a little bit lower. And Aaron Judge, since last year, he's got 15 home runs in the inside pitch, inside fastball. Um which is the most in all of Major League Baseball since last season, okay? So who cares if he's not hitting the ball to right field? They're pitching him inside, and guess what happens when they pitch him inside? He crushes anyways. So I don't want him forcing an inside pitch the other way. If they're pitching him inside, get the head out and go placata on on the pitchers. That's precisely what he's doing. So, no, I am not concerned about him not hitting the ball the other way. He's getting pitched in, pull the ball. That's what you're supposed to. So, Carlos, we're going to move on. Uh, We're going to stay in the West, but we're switching to the American League, and we're going to talk about a player who I think can be the next guy to take the best player mantle away from Aaron Judge, which I don't think is going to happen, but whatever. Um, (laughs) The player that I'm talking about is our boy, J-Rod, a.k.a. Julio Rodriguez of the Seattle Mariners. Carlos, I'm going to let you wax poetic about this kid. Come on, man. I mean... You, you watch him play, you know, ever since he was a young kid, and it was poetry in motion. Yeah, you, you, just to, to uh, take that theme, uh, it, it really was. Just watching his skill, you know, when I saw him when he was, even before he signed, I'm like, what in the world is this? You know, how much talent? And here it is, you know, in full display. Um, and he is scorching hot as of late. Um, and precisely what the Mariners need. Um, and look – Love the, the the fact that he's being extremely aggressive. I mean, he's always had the, the the knack of like, okay, maybe he's a little bit too aggressive. I kind of like that, man. He's swinging at the first pitch 60% of the time here as of late. And as of late is when he's hot. So this is one of those keys for him, right? If he's aggressive early on the count, 
it really helps them. Uh, and I always, you know, we have, we're in this era of, of walks, walks, you got to get on base, you got to get on base, you got to get on base. But in reality, the right way to get on base is by hitting. You hit, you walk because pitchers are going to be a little bit more cautious with you. So I like this about uh, Julio. Julio está listo para batear, papá. Like he's ready to swing the bat early. He's not messing around. First pitch swinging 60% of the time. And look at the numbers here as of late. This is this is what we we have known uh, of J-Rod. This, this type of performance it is what we have grown accustomed to seeing. So part of his success is going up to the plate with the foot on the accelerator, all right? Foot on the accelerator, Rod. And when he has got that foot on the accelerator and he allows then his eyes to be the brakes, that's when he is at his best. And he's been able to execute that mentality here over the last two weeks, and the numbers show it. Player of the week. Player of the week. Last seven games, he posted a four. 67 batting average, 484 on base, 800 um, uh, OPS. Um, he's hit safely in 14. Um, uh, he's hit 14 hits in his last 31 uh, plate appearances. Um, this this guy is is uh, is is on another level. And more importantly, um, I'm just gonna go on on a little not tangent, but. You know, growing up, my favorite player, um, and I know for you it's the same, was Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr., there was something about him. There was a, He had this light. He had this, this great smile. He had this swag. He had this just this thing that you're just like in awe, in awe of him. Now, I'm not saying J-Rod is Griffey because I will never go there, but it's eerily, eerily similar. Yeah, they yeah. both play the outfield. They both play for the Mariners. They both have this great smile. They both have this childlike wonder when they play. Yeah. And you got to look at that and you got to be like, wow, like, you know, it's fate that 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 the Mariners get this kid, young kid, similar to Griffey, kind of in the same, kind of almost in the same kind of realm. And it's just great to see that 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 we have another player like Junior who's playing for the Mariners and that has like that wonder, that 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 thing where there's probably a kid who was, you know, my age, right? No, well, not my age right now, but, you know, as a teenager looking at Julio Rodriguez and they're like, oh, man, I want to do everything this guy does. I want to bat the same way. I want to wear my 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 hat the same way. I want to do everything the same way that guy does because he is so cool. But on top of being so cool, he is really, really good and one of the best players in the game. Shout out to you, J-Rod. Congrats on AL Player of the Week. You deserve it. And um, uh, you know, the keep reaching for the stars, man, because you're you're up in this, you're up in space right now, but you gotta keep going because your future and your career is going to be extra bright. Yeah, uh, felicidades, Julio. Uh, what an amazing week. And and this is uh precisely what we enjoy uh watching every single time he goes out there and plays, just uh, how much uh, he loves the game of baseball, right? He goes yeah. out there. Uh, he has this charisma about him. He has this, uh, seems like he appreciates every single time he puts on that jersey. He doesn't take it for granted. No. I'm telling you that when I watch him, I, I almost want to put him like, I want to protect him, right? Because uh, as a Dominican, I'm just thinking, wow, he, like he makes me so proud. And there's so many kids yeah. I look up to him. And you see the trajectory and you can see the potential, right? Like he's already a superstar, but I'm just saying the potential of um, a career that it's really filled with accolades and uh, accomplishments and 
you can just project him forward. So it's one of those guys that I am like, wow, you know, just praying for that blessing upon him to just keep on doing what he does. By the way, great head on his shoulders, the way he conducts himself, uh, so smart, so uh, so aware of the platform that has been given to him. So At such a young age, too. That's the thing. When you're that young, young age. and you have that 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 in you where you know you know how to act, you know how to portray yourself um, uh, on camera, and to know that there's young children looking up to you and to know that and again to be at that young age to have that talent not many people have that that's a skill that takes time to acquire but you know again it's 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 in him it's in him somehow it's in him and he's he has uh he's shown it and he's done so well and I agree with you man I really uh, hope it continues to greater greater success and even greater heights for him so, yeah, that humility, that humility yeah. uh, that he's got, that's what's going to keep him working. I uh, yeah. love that, you know, he's a, a family family man. He's very vocal about the support of his family. Yeah. Everything about him, he checks all the boxes. If there is a yeah. young man out there looking for someone to look up to or a a, uh, a player, a new favorite player, um, if you haven't jumped on the uh, Julio Rodriguez bandwagon, uh, it's probably a good time to do so. I mean, Yeah, do it yeah. now. Absolutely legit. Do it so now. That's a dope jersey to buy too. Go buy that jersey. That's a dope jersey to buy to have it. Wear it in the summer. Get all you know. Get them all. Get them all, man. Definitely. Now you were talking about that. You want like they're a young player looking up to another player. I, I, actually, it's it's a great transition to our question of the day, Carlos. So our question of the day comes from Jose Mercedes from Teaneck, New Jersey. He says, Carlos, how do I get into a D1 school for baseball? I'm a really good player. I made varsity as a freshman. And uh, my dream is to play D1 um, uh, D one for a, a college team. I uh, live in New Jersey, cold weather year-round. Uh, you got any advice for me? This place, what, uh, what, is, uh, what is the kid's name again? Uh, Jose Mercedes. Jose, Jose, uh, I want to address you by your, your, your name. And um, look, I love the question because, because of this. You're talking about the fact that you made, right, varsity. Um, as a freshman, so you're a very good baseball player, right? But maybe instead, this is nothing wrong with aspiring to be a major league baseball player, but it's very, I, I caught the fact that you didn't say, What do I do to get signed? You actually said, What do I do to get to a D1 school? So you're thinking about going to university, you're thinking about uh, going and in, in your studies and going further and pursuing a career, an academic career, of course you want to continue to play baseball. And of course you probably will have a shot at getting drafted, but I love the mentality of, wait a second, education first. So hats off to you. And that's exactly where I'm going to go. You want to play D1 baseball? Yes. Continue to work hard and working on your skill to become uh, the best baseball player you can possibly become. But you know what's going to get you there? It's those academics. As a matter of fact, now if you see um, the, the best schools in the country. If you look at, you know, Wake Forest University, who's been ranked number one uh, in the nation, um, you know, according to the rankings. I don't know where they're at right now, but they've been up there. Boston College in the top 25, by the way. The Northeast schools saying, you know, present uh, on the top 25 NCAA rankings. Um, and Vanderbilt, you know, all these schools are great academic schools. And what I have found out throughout the years is this. You could be an extremely good baseball player, but these schools do not mess around 
just because you're a ball player, they're not going to accept you. They are extremely difficult to get into. So your academics needs, they need to be on point. So number one thing for you, because I know baseball is going to be down pat, man. You're going to take care of business baseball wise. You're going to practice. You're going to be locked in. I know that that's a given. You're going to continue to do that. However, it's the academic part that sometimes could be neglected because you think your talent could possibly, you can just ride your baseball talent. Not so. Academics, academics, academics. So keep your grades up. You ask me, how do I get to a D1 school? I suppose you just don't want it to get to any D1 school. You want to get to a great academic school as well. So keep your grades up. Baseball, keep them working, but make sure those grades are as good as you could possibly have them take your course rigor by the way as well make sure you take those advanced classes you want to make yourself as attractive as possible uh to these schools and it it's it has to go beyond the baseball field so focus greatly tip that balance into the academic side and i have no doubt in my mind that you're going to achieve your goal of going d1 um you know d1 baseball and not only any d1 school also a great academic school. Think about going to a top 25 baseball school, D1, and also a top 25 academic school at once. That's awesome. So keep your grades up. That's my number one advice when it comes to going D1. Uh, and you're doing it early. You're thinking about it as a freshman. I salute you for that. That's awesome. Uh, that's great, man. And uh, definitely on some of this, keep us... Um, Keep us uh, in tune on what's going on. We'd love to hear um, uh, how are things going. Let us know uh, uh, if there's anything else you want in terms of advice. You know, we're here for you. We're here to help. Uh, but congratulations. Keep going, my man. And uh, keep us tuned in on what's this. going on. Please do this. Yeah, just like Rod says, I would love to see your grades every single uh, – when you get them every quarter. Go ahead and send them in. I want to see what, what, where you're at. There you I know go. they're going to be good. But let's, let's, let's keep each other accountable, right? Every quarter, send them in, and uh, we'll make sure to, to get back to you. So uh, we would love to hear from you, man. Keep it up. Great Keep work. Keep it up, my brother. Keep it up. Now, Carlos, um, we got to our question of the day, and uh, the quote of the day kind of, you know, kind of goes into a lot of the stuff we were talking about in terms of, of, of players coming in, playing great, helping their teams uh, uh, um, get better. And, uh, you know, ironically, we're talking about Jose Mercedes and, and how focused he is on making it to D1. Give us a quote of the day, man. Yeah, the quote of the day today comes from Pablo Picasso, the great Pablo Picasso. It says, inspiration does exist, but it must find you working. And I love that, Rod. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> probably said it. He probably said that quote or wrote it, you know, with a, with a smirk on his face because he mm -hmm. sometimes we wait for oh, I need to get inspired. And you don't even get started. You're just, you're just waiting for inspiration. Pablo Picasso is saying here, no, man, get to work. Inspiration will, will catch you. All right? Inspiration will catch up with you. Do not wait to be inspired to start. Get going. Get going. You know, Jose, you're just talking about going D1. All right, you've been working, and now look at that inspiration. It's like, man, I want to go D1. Yeah. All right? So it caught you working. Right. It found you working. So that is always uh, one of the themes here in, uh, in Placa the Nation. We always try to inspire and equip and empower uh, those who are listening. Uh, let's not wait for inspiration. Let's get going and let's get working. And inspiration will will get you know caught up with us. 
that's the be- the better approach. Uh, so uh, keep uh, keep the good work uh, up, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this other episode of Black at the Nation, and we hope uh, to see you soon again. All right, Black at Black at We out, baby. See you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.